Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are here to talk to you about some cool stuff, but I do have a review of the week first. Great. So this review of the week is from Alfol0727. And she says that this is a must for the non-expert mommy, which um, I think everybody's a non-expert mommy, right? I mean, um, yeah, I, I mean, I was. <laughs> I for sure was. Oh, my God. I'm still. I'm a, am. I don't know why I'm saying yeah. was. I'm still a mom. I'm still yeah. not an expert. Here I am. Absolutely. So she says, I was scared to death about feeding my little one even before he arrived and was lucky enough to be able to attend a breastfeeding class by Diane Cassidy. Right away, I left feeling better. From debunking the myth that breastfeeding moms can't enjoy a drink to educating me about why my mom likely said breastfeeding was impossible for her, I just got the sense that it isn't so bad, and I have found that breastfeeding is actually amazing, and I love it so much, as does my son. I've tried to stay ahead of any potential issues by keeping up with the relevant podcast, so my son's Asian development, and it's worked really well so far. Shout out to the Breast Strike podcast for being there just in time. I definitely suggest listening to this podcast. You should be able to complete an episode in one day's commute to and from work. And Diane and Abby are extremely entertaining. So that's Aww. so sweet. Thanks so much. Yes. That's just awesome. And, you know, sometimes we don't necessarily try to be entertaining. It just happens that way. <laughs> but <laughs> but this is just how it is. So we are going to talk today about support, right? Yeah, ways that people in your life can bond with the baby without giving a bottle. Oh my god! Because this say is, it isn't so. I know. Say it isn't so. Because here's the thing: so you had a baby, and now probably somebody like your partner or your parents or your in-laws or somebody is like, "Oh, can I feed the baby?" Can I, can you put some milk in a bottle so I can feed the baby? And so there's a few reasons why you might not want to pump for your baby. And one of the first reason is you might not want to. Right. (laughs) That's a good reason right there. Yeah. Pumping is a big pain in the butt. And if, you know, a lot, if you don't have to do it, most people don't really want to do that. And second of all, if you have a newborn baby, you really shouldn't be pumping that early. Right. You should not. You be. know, you should not be pumping, you know, when your baby's just a few days old or, you know, the first few weeks um, that you got home or that you're, you know, that you have this newborn. I mean, you you could be giving yourself an oversupply. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is just not it's not it's not recommended to be pumping that early. Even if you do have to go back to work, you really should wait. Well, pump, one of the right? things that I don't. Yes, definitely. And you can like if you do have questions on that, definitely hit up our pumping episode because we talk all about why that's important. But it just is amazing to me that people come home from the hospital on like day three and they're trying to do all this stuff. Lay on the couch yeah. with your baby and breastfeed. Just like that's there. all you need to do. You do not need to do anything. And I know that's really hard in our society because we are always on the run and we're expected to be doing this and that and entertaining and people are coming over and they want to see the baby and you have to have cookies. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> j- all you're supposed to be doing is just getting to know your baby 
And recovering yourself. And recovering. And to put your baby down or hand your baby off to somebody else so you can pump milk for somebody else to feed your baby. That's nonsense. If you don't have to do that, if your baby's feeding fine, if there's no reason why your baby needs a bottle, then just relax and enjoy your baby. And there are so many more ways that people can be bonding with a baby without feeding. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's, you know, you're so we just got off, you know, last week of an episode talking about how it's really normal to just nurse all the time, just nurse on demand, just nurse them all the time. And so that's totally normal. And so handing off your baby might upset them. Right. You know, and that's just the reality of it. And, you know, so then people think, well, I can just, it's fine. I'll just calm them down with a bottle. No, you don't. It's really normal for your baby to just be on you for a long time. And other people might feel left out, but it's really not about that. It's not about the fact that your baby is not, you know, bonding with your partner or getting to know your in-laws. You know, this baby is brand new. It's not ready to start making all these friends. They're not you know, judging they're, they're anybody. They're not. No, you know, like your baby's not like, oh, you smell. Don't not like, oh, my God, I can't believe you married that dirtbag. I am (laughs) not going to be hanging out with him. Like, this is just not what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be over here. Like, there's not you're that's not they don't have any concept of any of this. Right. But it's really normal for your partner to maybe have a little bit of anxiety about it. Like, oh, there's this baby. I want to be there. Um, and that's, that's normal too. So, you know, you got to work out something where it's, where you're not putting in any extra work because listen, here's the other thing that pisses me off laying on the couch and breastfeeding your baby. That is hard work. It is. That is hard work. That is not lazing around. You are doing some hard work recovering. You just, if anybody was there watching you give birth to this baby, they should know that you need at least a year to lay on the couch. At least, yeah, at least. And that I doesn't mean, even count body, the time that you grew a baby. Right. So come on. Right. Like you lay in there and recovering. Recovery is hard. So your body is recovering and you are nourishing a baby at the most vulnerable time of their life. I mean, they're growing now. They're just growing at light, light speed. Yes. And this is and, the time that you are working on developing trust with that baby and mm-hmm. security with that baby and bonding with that baby. This is really important stuff. And when people in the outside circle are like, well, I want to bond with the baby, too. Yes, everybody will bond with the baby. Yeah. The baby is not a one bonding person. Like everybody can bond with the baby. But this is just, I I mean, mothers need to have this time and that's where the babies want to be. I don't know why we have to upset the apple cart here to make everybody else upset. It just, it's crazy. Yeah. No, you don't, you don't need to do it. It's not personal. You know, make sure everybody knows it's not personal. They can listen to this episode. Your baby, like you said, it's not judging anybody. You just, the baby only knows the baby just got here. You know, mm-hmm. everybody just needs to take a chill pill. The they baby grew- just got here. And they grew you know, inside the mother. I do. What? Ha- how do you feel if you have like, you know, I don't know, say you have four kids, you come home, you walk in from the, the door from grocery shopping or something like that. And everybody wants something from you in that instant. That's stressful, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that your baby's feeling stressed because, you know, everybody wants to bond with it because your baby doesn't know anything except that they want a nurse. But like, you know, just just, you know, you're like, oh, my God, I just got it in the door. Hold on a second. 
Yeah. It's overwhelming for them to be passed around and, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. be held and, you know, all that stuff. Like, it is, it it really, yeah. But and it, you will hear from your family, you know, like, they, they really get personally offended and there's nothing personal. It's not like you're, like, gonna pack the baby up in a suitcase and leave town and never come back so nobody can ever see this baby. It is nothing personal. It really isn't. Right. And your instinct is probably more likely that you want to keep that baby with exactly. you. Exactly. But That's you're trying to make everybody say. else happy. Yeah. Yes. Right. It feels wrong to be passing your newborn baby around to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and may- if it feels good to you, then okay, then go take a break. Go to the bathroom by yourself. You know, like by all means. Right. Like do something like that. That's great. Um, but probably there's times or at least there's a time limit where you're like, okay, you know, it's time to come back or it's time to just lay down or right now the baby's just going to be with me and people might be trying to pressure you and it's just annoying. It but really, yeah. we have some ideas if you'd like to share them with your um, family. So my biggest piece of advice for partners would be to take time off of work. My husband got six weeks of mater- of paternity leave, which oh is gosh. not, That's I know, amazing. which is not, he, I know he'd been at the company for a really long time and, um, that's not normal. So we had, we had, that was awesome. And I had, well, that was with my second son, my first son. I don't remember it a few days. <laughs> um, but with my second son, he had six weeks and that was like so nice. Cause he was mostly with Jack you know, yeah. trying to make sure Jack had all this attention so that I could just lay there with Exley because that's what Exley needed. He needed to just lay on my boob. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can t- and if you don't have paternity leave, then try to save up some of your vacation time or whatever. If you're in a situation where you can do that and take some time off and just be around. Because here's the other thing is if you're breastfeeding, you know, your partner is breastfeeding and then, you know, you want to be a part of it. Slide up next to him. You know, take your yep. shirt off, slide up behind the baby and be a part of it. Right. Skin to skin works on the back, too. And just like I always say, you know, pass the baby off to <clears throat> if you want to burp the baby. Like that's always kind of, you know, a good thing if the baby's done feeding and needs to just be settled a little bit or needs to have a burp. Sometimes that's a great thing for partners to just like, OK, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, It is. The, the taking the time off, that is a really important piece. And I think partners don't realize how important that is. And it's important for a couple of reasons. First of all, because, you know, here's mom trying to recover and, you know, she got this baby and trying to figure out what to do and trying to spend all her time with the baby and probably not eating and not remembering to eat and not showering and not do it. And then dad's like, oh, got to go back to work, you know, yeah. when the baby's a week old. In most situations, sometimes less, sometimes more, but usually right Right. around a week or two. That's terrifying. Like, I remember when my ex-husband went back to work when I had after I had the twins and I was just like, oh, my God, I got to be left home alone with these. I know. I was freaking out. I know. Like, I was like, I don't know. I'm not qualified to do this. I don't know. Scared. Yeah. (laughs) Let me have these babies. But (laughs) it was scary. So, like, when they have to go back so soon. It really is just like, oh, my God, it, it, it is really scary. But we live in this way where we have to make a certain amount of money. 
and yeah. people don't want to take the time off. But please try to understand, like, nobody's telling you, like, don't take this the wrong way. But when I say, like, it is way more important for you to stay home an extra week than it is for you to get that week paycheck. Like, that's just, that's kind of my opinion. I wish you could do that. You know, I wish people could yeah. do that because you'll never get this time back. You know, this is really important time. And I had a family not too long ago that, you know, the dad was like, nope, I'm going back to work. And the baby was only a couple days old. He's like, nope, I got to, you know, I'm, I'm, I got to get, make the money. I got to go back to work. I got to go back to work. But then they would come in and say to me, but the baby doesn't sleep well. So how, I got to go back to work in two days. How am I supposed to do that with the baby not sleeping? It's like the baby's four days old. Of course, <laughs> the ba- you know, like, I don't know. That's a very real, very real problem. If you're going back to work, if dad is going back to work and the baby is a week old, nobody's sleeping. So I hope you're not like carrying a gun or working heavy machinery because it's probably not going to be the best idea. It's just really, really difficult to get back into a routine like that. So if you can take the time off, even if it feels like, oh, my gosh, it's a hardship, even if it's like an extra day or a couple extra days that you can take off, it is so worthwhile. It really is. Yeah. And these schedules, I mean, I always say this, but the whole schedule, the obsession with schedules in our in our in our culture really started with this 40 hour work week. You know, we started scheduling our lives, our babies, our newborn babies. Our tired parents, uh, you know, around 40-hour work weeks. And it's not, your baby doesn't care. Your baby (laughs) doesn't know and doesn't care. And it's not going to work. You're just going to be, you're going to be tired. Absolutely. Um, So another thing that a partner can do, which I feel like some partners are kind of weirded out by this. I Hopefully it's changing. But doing skin to skin. Oh, yeah. Take your shirt off. And just do skin to skin. You can even use a carrier. Have your, your if you're, you know, practice, if you have a newborn, we're talking about getting a carrier all the time. Make sure your partner knows how to use it too, because it's really um, helpful because you can just take, you know, they can take their shirt off, they can put the carrier on, and then they can, you know, while the baby's, after the baby, you know, is, is has nursed, maybe baby can take a nap with you. You can even like lay back on the couch like the breastfeeding parent does. And, you know, just put the baby on there and have the baby nap right there like they normally would if they were nursing. Um, And so there's like that skin to skin thing. They Even when I had my home birth, the midwives were like, take your shirt off, man. Like, what are you standing around here for? Take your shirt off. You're about to hold this like cheesy baby. Yeah. While we get her out of the tub. I mean, that's just absolutely yeah, I think it's becoming more of a thing. But I mean, you know, b- partners, especially male, especially husbands. I mean, like not even that long ago where they weren't even in the b- the birthing room. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's really a. I think we've come a really long way of having more like involvement. And that's like it's you know, it's helpful. It's also like I really think it is what men want. Yeah, they want to be generally able to want the... to be involved, you know, this is kind of what we're talking about anyway. Right. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about husbands here. Like, you know, grandma can do it. Grandpa, whatever. People can just hold this baby. People can do skin to skin with this baby. It is not weird. No, it's not. It's totally normal. My yeah, grandma can my, have the carriers. My mom carried Exley as a baby. I would carry Jack because he was really big. Um, like we walked to like the local restaurant when after Exley was born and I would wrap Exley. Um, 
on my mom in the Moby and like just put her put him in there and then I would put Jack in the carrier and um we would just go like that I think you know when when people think about bonding with a baby for some reason feeding got linked to that and I know that feeding is like is a big deal you know like and I'm Italian, wherever people are, we eat. Like, it is just, you know, like, the food brings people together. The food is, you know, whatever. And people just think, well, you know, if the baby's not bonding unless somebody's feeding them. And yeah. honestly, like, with babies, I think bottle feeding is not the best bonding time. You know, like, they're, you're not really interacting with them. You know, like, you're not... I don't know. Like when people ask me, I had a mom that asked me not too long ago, like the baby was probably three or four months at this point. She's like, you know, my husband wants to try to get more involved and build more of a bond. What are some things that we can do? And I'm like, have him respond to her. When the baby wakes up from a nap, have him go and get her and change the diaper. The baby cries and wants to be picked up. Have him go and get, you know, like, it, yeah. why does it have to be that that's only, well, I only want to bond by feeding. I don't want to bond by changing a diaper. Right. Who wants to do that? Well, yeah. You know, bathing. Give the baby the bath. Have that make your be your, you know, your time. Put the baby to bed at night. It doesn't have to be mom that does every single thing with the baby. Right. No, I mean, responding. I think that's, yeah, when the baby is upset, responding, trying. Maybe the baby wants to nurse. So you try, you try a little things and it doesn't work. So hand the baby back. But, right. you know, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people bottle feed and that's totally fine. But I don't, I don't, yeah, that's not like... I don't think that we need to equate that with bonding like the oh the baby is swallowing something that I've put in their mouth and so we're bonding that's not I think that people see a person breastfeeding a baby and they're like oh my god that is just the most ultimate amazing thing ever I want a piece of that and so they associate that with like they associate that with like oh I want to be able to feed the baby too except again breastfeeding is so much more than food that's not what's going on. It's not like, oh, right. I'm eating breast milk from this person, therefore I'm bonding with with them. That's not what's happening. It's like I'm close. I'm touching. I'm warm. I'm I'm this person is responding to me. I feel safe with this person. That is the bonding part. There's and that hormones that are being to, released. Right. It's like and this whole thing. That doesn't have right. That doesn't have to involve feeding i mean that doesn't have to involve like well so therefore you need to get some of that breast milk out of that breast so i can put it in the bottle and then put it in the mouth that's not you're not translating what's going on there just by doing that that's more of like that's more happening when you're doing skin to skin again when you're like you know when you're rocking a baby that's fussy when you're like mm-hmm. you said you know we're responding to these to the baby when they're responding to them Right. When that's they need what, something. That's yeah. what you that's when you are going to be bonding with them. And also bonding takes like a lifetime. So it's not like don't you know, don't panic like it's going to happen. Right. Like bonding doesn't end at a certain age. Right. You know? It's not like, oh, we're bonded. So we're done. Right. No, it continues on. Anybody with like, you know, yeah, like adult children or like it, it, we, it, this goes on for a lifetime. Mm hmm. Absolutely. You know, I mean, relationships kind of, you know, ebbs and flows, but they definitely like you, you continue that bond as you and you continue to build on it as they get older, just like you do in any relationship. Right. You know, it's just it's a relationship. So just 
Like because people want to bond with a baby in the first month of their life or if they don't bond with them in the first month of their life, they think they're never going to bond with them. That is not the case. What I what I wish partners understood and support people, whether it be grandmas or whoever is is there with mom after the baby's born. What the best thing that they can do in my eyes is to support the mother. Yeah. Do things for her. You know, bring her things, let her relax, encourage her to relax and and just sit and feed the baby, encourage her to, you know, have a meal or whatever, bring her food, do things that she needs to have done. You should be taking care of her. The concern should not be, oh, my gosh, how do I get the baby out of her arms so I can bond with them? The concern should be, what can I do for this for, for the mother? It should be all about trying to support her. Yeah. That's true. You know, and, and we get we get lost. Yeah. And trying to we make do. it different, you know. So what else right. you got? Well, so also like a nighttime routine. Everybody has a nighttime routine. A nighttime routine is a great idea to establish. Mm-hmm. Um and I know as far as having a newborn, they don't really have a nighttime. So you can just kind of make it up if it's going to be your nighttime. I mean, even if you have a newborn and you, you know, things are chaotic, still it gets dark outside. Still, you're going to change maybe into a different pair of pajamas or, you know, <laughs> whatever, something like that. You know, yep. let let your partner take the baby. Maybe he's going to have a little bit of a bath or, uh, you know, whatever. Go into to, to the room with the clothes and put the pajamas on and get the clean diaper and you know, rock them for a little while. And of course, you're going to hand them back to the mom because that's like who's going to probably have them through the night. But, you know, that nighttime routine is is like a wonderful thing to kind of establish and be in charge of it. Your partner can be in charge. Mm-hmm. My my husband, when when Exley came, I, all, everybody was still breastfeeding. So when Exley came along, I was still nursing Jack to sleep. And a lot of time we got into this to this routine where I would nurse Jack to sleep and I would come out to get Exley and he would be already asleep with my husband. So I would pick him up and just like bring him to the bed. um, And he would sometimes latch on for a little bit longer. But um, he was like just in charge of that whole nighttime routine. Yeah. And it was like that was really their special time. You know, and that nighttime thing also helps to kind of like settle them in, you know, like into a... Like it's a routine and then they know, okay, now it's, you know, it's getting close. It's time for yep. bed. It's different than that time. Right. You they know, we're realist- not- Yeah. Ahead. And it, you know, like reading stories. I know we always talk about like, or, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about how important it is to read to your child. And it's not even just for the fact of, you know, okay, we want them to, we want to read to their child because we want them to be good readers when they grow up. Cause that's usually the focus of like why you should read your baby. But it's, the bonding, reading the story with them, having them sit in your lap and, you know, snuggle with them. And it's a whole and then they kind of even doing that at like age of one day, like that's important because it does establish a routine and they hear your voice and they hear you talking to them. And they're, you know, it's it's just an important piece of their development. And that's a really it really is important. And that's something great that partners can do. Yep. That was on my list. Also singing. Oh. Singing Aww. to them. If you're like into singing, just sing to your baby. Yep. 
And that could be like a whole routine, you know, like as, as they right. get older even. Yep. You know, because they will they will establish a routine. There's no reason why you can't start fitting that stuff in. You know, you don't force them into a routine, but there's some things that you don't have to force this. You know, this is something that you're already going to be doing. So you're establishing this kind of thing early on and they'll, you know, eventually it'll be a part of, you know, a very routine day. Right. You know, Tom, I should ask him when he started doing this, but my husband did nighttime songs with his kids Mm -hmm. and because he plays guitar, so he would like, you know, do a little play guitar, like, and he would pick like real songs that were being played on the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would like play them and, you know, they'd sing these songs. But, and I always thought, I was like, oh, you know, that's, that was cute or whatever, because we used to talk about that when we first got together. And then, like, a song would come on the radio, or maybe the kid, you know, we'd be having a family dinner or something, and we would hear this song, or somebody would mention a song, and his kids would be like, oh, that was one of our bedtime songs. And they're like 30 years old. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and they're like, oh, that was a bedtime song. You know, those are wonderful memories that they carry with them forever. Like, that is a big deal. You know, and you don't really think about that until they get to be older and they go, oh, listen, this is something that dad played for me when we used to go to bed when we were five and it was 20 years ago. Yep. So those kinds of things, like, that is a really important piece that I, I really feel like partners do not realize how important and how bonding that is with a baby yeah i know my husband did the same thing he sings and he plays guitar and he would do the same thing with jack i mean from jack being a newborn Mm -hmm. he would take him into a dark room and just like sing he would sing like the ramones yeah like it doesn't matter they don't know what you're singing sing something you like and that you can remember the lyrics to. That's always my problem. I'm not really a big singer. I'm not very musical. So I can never remember the song. And that's the words of songs. So yeah. I just pick songs that I can remember the words to. Um, and then playing the guitar. I mean, they're hearing music and they're and you're sharing their hobby with them. And you're like, my husband used to just put them like in the little, you know, some sort of like lay them on the ground or like sit, you know, prop them in some kind of baby device. <laughs> you know, there's like a thousand of them. So. <laughs> You know, yeah. he would just and they would just play the guitar and I would come down. I could yeah. hear it and I would come downstairs and he'd be playing the guitar and Jack would just be kind of sit there staring at him because he was so yeah. little. But they, that's what they would do. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. And you could do, you know, so there's things also that, you know, you like they say you should be doing with your baby, like tummy time. Oh, yeah, that's partners can be in charge of that. They can be in charge of bath time, like you said, diaper time and taking your if you have like, um, again, with the carrier and your partner can go outside, take them on walks outside, get them in the sun, get Mm -hmm. some fresh air. That's okay to do. Sometimes people think you're not allowed to take your baby outside. You can. Um, And And when um, we say don't take your baby outside, when people tell you that it's more like maybe don't bring them on a city bus. You know, like that kind of a thing. <laughs> it's not like you can't go outside and walk around. Even if you want to go to Target, like you can do that. Don't let people touch your baby. That's all. We're talking about like close environment with lots of people that are germy and might be touching them or breathing on them. And, you know, but if you're like in this big open space, you're OK. That's fine. You can go for a walk. That's also the great thing about a carrier is that they're at your chest and people can't reach them them. and they can't Mm -hmm. and they're protected and they're near you. And yeah. Yep. I tell people that all the time when they say to me, especially when I have babies that are born like during holidays 
And they're like, well, you know, we're, we're supposed to go to Christmas at, you know, whoever, my aunts, and there's a zillion people there. And, you know, what do I like, put him in a carrier? Nobody will touch him if he's on your body. Yep. Like, oh, be sleeping don't. right now. Right. It's like, yep. nobody's like the feet hanging out. Space. The feet yeah. hang out, you know, and they can touch the feet or whatever. Although right. that's not how you hold a newborn in a carrier. You hold them. Just in case you're wondering, you yeah. put them in like a little, little monkey yep. with their legs don't, up. Don't let them dangle. Don't pull their legs out until later. Um, <laughs> but like <laughs> um, baby massage. Oh, yeah. Get some oils. And, you know, there's like the thi- I, I mean, I, there's all kinds of like ways to do it. Things you can learn. I never did. I just touched my kids and rubbed their arms and legs and their feet. I I don't know if they're you know, I never learned any special technique. I don't think there needs to be a special technique to love to lovingly touch your child and to like just touch them. Yeah. I don't think so either. I, you know, there is out there, there's people that teach it and there's books on it. And I remember giving away a book about it once for a giveaway that I did. Um, but there really isn't like some magical way that you need to do something, you know, unless and you it, are doing it for a reason, unless your baby right. is like has intestinal problems and you're trying to find a way to like do baby massage to help them work out gas or whatever, which actually that's a thing. But yeah, if you're just soothing them after a bath and you're doing a little, yeah, just... Yeah, if you're into it, if you're into it, then learn a thing then learn a technique if you're into it. But if you're not, if you're not into it and you just want to like rub your baby, then because people will be like, am I doing it right? Like, I don't know how to give a massage. Don't worry about it. You're not giving them deep tissue massage. Like, don't like (laughs) smash into them. Like, you're literally just like rubbing them the way, you know, just like softly with your hand. You can get like, you know, nice, um, you know, there's coconut oil or whatever like just you know if you want to use some kind of oil and you know just rub it on them rub it on their feet or whatever and your partner can do that it's a great way to interact with them yeah and one of the things my husband did from like my my first son was like hours old um the first thing that he did with him when we were still in the hospital is he watched a red sox game with him and you can like totally your partner can do the you know they think well they're you know they're too young to watch football they're not they're just they're gonna be with you. Can you and you can tell them about it like sit there and tell them about it mm-hmm. you're talking to them they can hear you they can hear your voice um just do the things that you're interested in and show them those things share your hobbies with them and you think it's silly with a two-day-old but it's not it's not it's not tom used to do that with his boys too with hockey used to keep him on his lap and watch hockey with them. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, just for them hearing your voice and being held by you and hearing your voice and you're talking to them. Like, that's a really, that's important for babies. It's part of learning. It's part of developing. It's, you know, part of the bonding process with them, too. And you don't think you're doing anything at the time, but it really is. It really is doing something. Yep. That's all I've got. That's all you've got? Yep. Well, there's more, but you know, there's always lots of stuff. But we would well, love, like, if always you have lots ideas, of stuff, but <laughs> there's always lots of stuff. Yeah. We can't talk forever, though. Nobody will listen to us. So <laughs> if you have other suggestions, like, we would love to hear them because this is really an ongoing thing that we hear all the time with families. Like, how does my, you know, how did my partner bond or how does, you know, my mother wants to feed the baby. What should I do? And, you know, Mm -hmm. if you have suggestions, we would love to hear it and do not be afraid to say, well, I really don't want to pump a bottle. 
you know, there, let me, let, why don't you do this other thing for me? Why don't you, you know, why don't you do tummy time with the baby? Because we haven't done that yet today. Like yeah. that's, that's okay to do. You can do that. You can. Yeah. And you that. can go ahead and blame us. You can be like, well, my lactation consultant said that I shouldn't start pumping right now. Um, you know, yeah. just if you want, if that's easier, then just do it. Just say yeah, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know people want to help you by letting you sleep and stuff like that. But um, co-sleeping will help you sleep. Yeah. And you're going to have to get up anyway. Like some people think that, yeah. oh, let me just p- pump a bottle so somebody else can give it during the night and I can have, uh, you know, six hours of sleep. It's like your boobs are going to explode. Like you cannot. Yeah. You, you <laughs> won't be comfortable. You won't sleep. Like, you, no, you won't and that'll sleep. cause You'll all kinds up. of problems. Oh. You'll have, yeah, clogged yeah. ducts, mastitis. Like you don't want that. You don't. Right. No, nighttime nursing is just really, that's a fantastic time for you to be nursing and is at night. And, and it's easy. Yeah. We should do a nighttime nursing yeah. episode. Maybe we'll do that. Yes. But definitely let us know if there's anything you want to share with us. Right. You can do it in our review yep. section. Yes. Thank you for listening. And please share your experience in the review section on iTunes. You can go right on iTunes and click leave a review. And then maybe you will be our review of the week. And you can head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com where you can find our sponsor links and you can find our promo codes and a big old list of resources as well as all of our other episodes. There's 80 something up there now. Um, oh and information on how to schedule your own online consultation with Diane. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.